What's going? What? What? Hey! <laughs> hey! You're frozen. You were frozen. I was frozen. You were frozen. You were. You know what this is? It's a pop-up pod. Oh, it's a, a pop-up pop pod. pod. Yeah, <laughs> this is exciting. I feel like I'm I, I'm on the Price Is Right. This is like everything cool. Everything like these days is like if a store just wants to open up or just wants to be open at their like the whatever hours they want. Yeah, and they don't want to be like accountable to like here's gonna be our hours. I'll just say pop-up hours. Pop-up hours. Facebook Live pop-up hours. Yeah, pop-up. It's a pop-up pop pop-up. It's a pop-up. So, um, where are you right now? I'm in my uh, makeshift office. Yeah. My other office burnt down. I don't know if you knew. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my yeah. other my other office burnt down. As as it does. <clears throat> as as offices are wont to do. Yep. Um, and so I am in a uh, in our rental home, and this is a this is the former. I wish I could show. Oh, actually, I could show you. This yeah. Is a for, this, the room I'm in is. A now college student's childhood Lego room. So there's Lego. Oh, for for those of you watching at home, I'm giving Warren a uh, a Lego tour. So this is are these Star not Wars. your Legos? Are these your? <laughs> these are not my Legos. This, uh, this is, is amazing. The, this is the DC Comics up here. We've got some more um, Legos up there. Some Star Wars, mm -hmm. and then like there's a whole bunch of other Legos. It's just like a whole Lego room which is now i've commandeered to become my new emergency park life films so Jeremiah explain, to me, explain to me the scenario are you, you're squatting in this house do they know you're there yeah squatters rights we have squatters rights yeah uh they don't know we're here yet <laughs> but um hopefully through the holidays but then by the time they get here we'll have squatters rights okay now yeah we, we, we i think after it. a couple of months those kick in yeah we yeah we, we so when the police come we'll say we we claim squatters rights and like they go go to the owners and be like, sorry, they claimed it. Squatters' rights. Got to give right. rights to the squatters. <clears throat> yeah, this, this, is, this is our rental home. This is our rental home. We were actually going to live in this house anyway because we were about ready to sell our house. Our existing home was under contract. We were yeah. going to be moving out of, out of our old house and moving into this one next weekend, like a week from today. So that actually, got... Yeah. Actually, yeah, a week from today. We were going to be moving in here. So, uh, yeah. So that we're here. moved up a bit, yeah. I got moved up a bit. Yeah, that's yeah. a nice way of putting it. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're here. It's a beautiful house. We're lucky uh, sure. to, ha to have this house to move into. And so I'm just kind of making the best I can. I'm uh, currently going through, you'll like this. I'm currently, yeah. I'll, I'll take you on, on another little video tour. Over here, you can't see them over, but there are all my old cameras mm -hmm. that now have smoke damage yeah. and water damage. Yeah. And these are all my new thanks to country companies the new ones. insurance thanks to my insurance company those are all my brand new cameras so i'm kind of going through for. this morning that's what it's all about that's why you get it that's why that's you have the insurance about, let's talk about taylor swift though that's what i want to talk about oh yeah did you like that <laughs> are you a swifty is your wife a swifty is anybody in the cox uh household a uh, swifty no but i have some questions first off yeah. uh and i only have time to record one pod today is that okay sure. this one hey pop -up well pod? hey uh, hey i'll take what i can get Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're a busy guy. <clears throat> I thought Elizabeth did a great job. She did. Actually, I, I my takeaway was I think a better podcast would be her and Courtney. I think they would be much oh, better. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. She was way more natural on on the, the microphone. Seemed like she picked it up real quick. I think the two stars, if I could say, about the last podcast 
were Elizabeth yeah. and your dryer. And you guys were wondering if we could hear your dryer. <laughs> you absolutely we could. could. <laughs> absolutely hear your dryer <laughs> the yeah. entire time. Yeah, uh, I recorded I... the um, <laughs> I recorded the intro before I listened to the uh, to the body of it, or else I would have probably said something about it. But then once I was listening, I was like, "Yeah, so I'm just gonna leave it be." <laughs> I just, I, my, I think my favorite part of the whole thing was like, "Hold up, can we hear the dryer?" And then he's like, "Stop talking," <laughs> and then you totally hear it go. Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> and, and i'm like whole, nah nah i, nah, I think nah, it's I good. Think we're good <laughs> the whole rest of the time is in the background yeah yeah yes yeah, so well, that was great it was a last second thing i think it, it was on sunday and uh, yeah. i just said you know what we're not we're not gonna miss a week right no pod nation left no pod nation no pod left behind <laughs> no pod behind deserves their weekly episode but yeah um I, I will I will take certainly as much time as you have uh, available today and going forward. I, I, let me ask you this. Here's my mm -hmm. question. Mm -hmm. How many times have you had to like tell the story? A lot. Some days more than others. I, I've learned a lot from this experience of just like how to respond when this happens to other people. Yeah. Um, and I think the yeah, biggest... This, this is probably good insight. Yeah. I think the biggest takeaway... Unless you're like super good friends with them, right? Unless you're really good friends. Yeah. And even even if you're really good friends, but I think if you're really good friends, you wouldn't lead with this anyway. But don't lead with how did it happen? I think sure. for whatever for yeah. whatever reason, when that's like legit the first thing people ask, yeah. You you instantly have this reaction like, oh, you don't really care. You're just kind of just like you're just more interested in in the train wreck or the car accident on the side of the road, right? Like it's, yeah. it's more just like which it is an interesting question, of course, but like sure. Yeah, I think just well, I, for yeah. just yeah. don't just don't just don't lead, lead with that. With that. <clears throat> don't yeah. lead with it, you know. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah. Other than that, I, think, I mean, whatever. I think most people's inclination when they hear something like that, obviously, you don't want it to happen to any of your loved ones or your friends or yourself. And I think most people's just intrinsic inclination when they hear something like that happen is, tell me how it happened so I can gauge right. the likelihood of it happening to me. For sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely one of those life scenarios where that it happens to you. And I think people's instant reaction is like, oh, my gosh, I cannot fathom me going through that. Mm -hmm. It's one of those. Or I don't like, want to or, or I like, don't want I, to. Yeah. I mean, I think most people can commiserate with a car accident, you know, a, a varying degree. Most people have been like an offender bender or whatever. Sure. Yes. But like a, a house fire is like one of those like one in a thousand, ten thousand chance things where it's like most likely it'll never happen to anybody, you know, or like it won't happen to you, but like you can't even fathom what you have to go through when that happens. Oh, I bet. So I bet. it's always, you know, and I always think about this in, in an accident where you're hurt or injured or somebody's hurt or injured. It's not so much the, the act of the injury and the trauma <clears throat> involved in the act itself. It's, it's the months and months, if not years afterwards of just yeah. like, now what do I have to deal with, you know, just getting back on track? I mean, that's the stuff that's really arduous and tough. And, you know, there's, it's not linear right. either. It's not like, <laughs> yep. you know, you, you don't have a house fire and then it's just like, okay, day one is this, day two is this. And it's just like tracks up all the way. It's, it's, I'm sure it's right. up, down, that's exactly left, right. right. And crazy. Yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly right. I mean, and that's kind of what I tell people is like, 
you know, friends of mine who check in daily or every other day or just, you know, I just tell them like, yeah, it's ups and downs. We have moments where we have like a ton of hope and it's, we get really excited. And then we have moments that it's just completely gut wrenching. Just, you know, we'll find little pieces of news here or there or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, also like with, with the house fire too, it's like, I feel like we are still in this, what I'm calling the honeymoon period, which is like, we're getting lots of sympathy. We're getting lots of support, but then also there's not much for us to do right now. Like, the insurance still hasn't really come back and said, or like, you know, we, we had the people that came through the house and took literally all of our crap, everything down to like the smallest pencil and like tagged it and packed it away. And they're taking it to some that are going to, you know, de smell it and de smoke it or whatever they do. And then they'll come back with us with like thousands of our items and say, here's what they, you, you, you know, we can't salvage. And then like we have to go line by line with on a spreadsheet with the insurance. Like that's going to be the thing that's going to be like the biggest the hugest headache of, of all of this. And we haven't even like begun that part. And so, yeah, like you're, you're exactly like right now is like when people get all of the attention. And and that's the other thing I'm learning is like when people are going through something like this is like definitely reach out right away. Tell them you're thinking about them, but also yeah. be the people that reach out like a month, two months, three months later, yeah. right. you know, that's the Check stuff that's in. like super important. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because yeah. the, the needs change, the situation right. changes, you know, because you don't even know what you're going to need from a day-to-day right. basis, I'm sure, as far right. as just even even just support or practical things. Unfortunately, we lost a, a pretty good friend to a fire. Um, he lived by himself, and, and he was, you know, he was killed a couple years ago. And oh uh, it, it just super traumatic. So you know when I when I saw that and heard heard that and and reached out to you, I was just glad to hear that nobody was yeah. injured. Uh, I mean, for sure, is that is that right? No serious injuries. Yeah, yeah, no. Because yeah. I know Aunt Darlene had a little bit when she had like smoke inhalation or something. Well, she was in there the longest, but she's the toughest. You yeah, know, she yeah. she's uh she's she's the most uh, she's got the most street cred out of all of us. So she's been around the longest. <laughs> So she was tough. So she, she was in there salvaging super. things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's just, she was more just like, I just want to go back to sleep. I'm fine. This will be all be fine. <laughs> this will all be fine. But then I was like, nope, you're coming with me. So, yeah. Um, but I, I really do want to talk about Taylor Swift, though, for a second. <laughs> okay. Well, but, yeah, okay. A bit of a left turn, but uh, let's go for it. So, ta- okay. So I want to be respectful of, yeah. of your wife who filled in more than admirably. I felt like she did an amazing job. She did. I was very proud. I, I do wonder, like, I like Taylor Swift. I legitimately, I like her albums. Whenever I listen to a song, I can jam to it. I dig it. I Sure. If if, if, if it comes on the radio, I, I'm like, I like, stop my kids from turning the, ch- I'm like, no, we're listening to this. I love, I love Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. I love what she does. Her yeah. last album, which was like super like folksy, I think, right? Like yep. kind of country. I loved that. That was awesome. Folklore. Folklore. But I have had more than one bride of mine mm. so i work in the wedding industry yeah right? okay this i've may, had okay. more than yeah. one bride <laughs> on her wedding day while she's getting r- ready will be talking about taylor swift with her girlfriends like she is next door in the room yeah like with speaking she's about a- her with con- with cons- like and i'm not even like being like like fan i'm not even talking like fangirling i'm not i'm you know what i mean like yeah like i feel like she's like the only celebrity where people feel like they truly know her they truly yeah. love her and like they can talk about her like with authority that like hey i know what taylor needs and i'm here for her and i just need to figure out what we're gonna do for her you know yeah no I, my wife is on tiktok quite a bit and okay yeah i i'm not on tiktok i don't know how well you know tiktok but 
your feed is basically curated for you based right. on you know what you're consuming. So hers is very heavy into Swifty Nation, right? Uh huh. And you're exactly right. This is how this is how Taylor Swift fans talk. They talk as if like Taylor Swift is a member of their family, right. not even just a member of their family. It's like they've they've bent the knee to Taylor Swift, and they will they will die if you know for the cause of of Taylor right. Swift. I mean, it's <laughs> it's pretty crazy. And uh, I guess kudos to Taylor Swift. She. I, I really don't have anything against Taylor Swift. She kind of, to me, is, a, you know, she's like a mogul type, right? She seems oh, totally. to me like yeah. somebody, one of these, uh, I don't know, what's a, what's another person who, you know, like like a Puff Daddy, right? Uh, in the, in that, as far as just, you know, having stuff completely, you know, figured out from a, from a, just how, I'm going to execute things. Yeah, but there, and, but there isn't a guy. There aren't guys out there going like, "All right, so here's the thing with Puff lately, man." Like, no, I know just go, he's just going through a hard time right now, and we just right. need to be here for him. Like <laughs> right. Puff, but Puff but, needs but us. Puff Daddy's not like that's not the brand, right? <laughs> right. That's not the brand. That's not yeah. how he's gonna do it, right? But right. for Taylor Swift, she's doing the same thing just in a different way. Yeah, so you know, kudos, kudos to her. But I, I do have a little bit of issue with. Um, and I, we mentioned this in the podcast. So this this album that was recently released, Red, right? Okay. Taylor's version, yeah. Red. I did look up the ring. It was like ninety dollar ring, right? Yeah, it's like a ninety dollar ring. Crazy. For, yeah. Okay, that's fine. I mean, hey, people. <laughs> There's all kinds of merch. Money. That's what I'm talking about as far as this mogul thing. The, yeah. the album itself is fifty dollars. Uh, the the vinyl record of really? Taylor's okay. version of Red is fifty dollars okay. out the right. out the door. That's not even just the, that's not the colored vinyl. Oh. And then there's like all kinds of merch. So this is what I'm talking about when I'm saying like she's she's pretty savvy as far as like hey, you yeah. know this this Taylor Swift industry is 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 a rocket ship. Get on board. But the the issue that I had the biggest issue that I have at least as far as this Red album goes. This is an album that fans have kind of figured out through not so subtle hints by Taylor herself is is largely <clears throat> about Taylor Swift and Jake Gyllenhaal's three month <laughs> relationship <laughs> in 2010. So here, so 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 here, so here's the other thing. So I kind of laughed whenever I listened to the to the pod because I I listened to a recent interview with Howard Stern, who's my favorite interview. I'm not like a big Howard Stern guy, yeah, but. I, I will I I will plant my flag that Howard Stern is the best interviewer in 2021, bar none. Better Baba than Oprah, Baba Boo, <laughs> Baba Boo, better than anybody. He's yeah. he he is the guy that does the definitive interviews right now. He'll like he'll do an interview for like two hours with like anybody, right? Not Joe Rogan. You're not a not Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a huge Joe Rogan guy. No, no. Um, yeah, Joe Rogan. Yeah, he'll do like four hour interviews with anybody. scientists, whatever. Anyway. And so he had Jake Gyllenhaal on the other day, and I listened to it, and I was like, I, I was like, yeah, I, I actually really like Jake Gyllenhaal. I like, I like, I think if Jake Gyllenhaal is in a movie, I'm gonna watch that movie. Nightcrawler is amazing. Have you seen Nightcrawler? Nightcrawler? Is amazing. Oh yeah. yeah. For, oh for sure. I mean, we're, we're video guys. We have to. I mean, Nightcrawler. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, just basically any movie that he's been in has has been good. Even even when he was in the he was even when he was a Mysterio in Spider Man, he was great in that. Yeah. Like, yeah, he nailed it. Uh. And when I was listening to him talk, I was like, yeah, I'm basically the same age. Like, I could be Jake Gyllenhaal. I think I like Jake Gyllenhaal. But then I listened to uh, Elizabeth, and I sound like Jake Gyllenhaal is like public enemy number one. <laughs> for, for, yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, the, so what you should watch is, and I've only seen bits of it, but as part <laughs> of this release of, of Red, Taylor Swift also released a 10-minute video, music video. I can't okay. remember what the name of the, the song is, but 
it it's basically so there was a there was a track on red initially that was you know probably what like four minutes or five minutes or whatever normally okay. for the re-release there's a 10 minute version and she says this is the original version the song is actually meant to be 10 minutes okay and the music the video right yeah look it up the music video for there's this 30 song songs on this album what well yeah because then she released all these other like things that oh didn't gosh. make the cut i'm telling you she's got it figured out well and I, obviously and um, the, the music video has these scenes of what is, mm. you know, essentially Taylor Swift and Jake Gyllenhaal having this argument in a kitchen, right? And, and, and you're basically led to believe, like, this is, this is what their relationship was like, or this was like a fight that they had. And it, is it some actor like, portraying Jake Gyllenhaal? Yes, like, does does he have, actor, like, his hair and everything? I don't know. I, I can't remember who the, the guy is, but the girl is, um, she's in Stranger Things, and she, I think she was in... Is it Millie Bobby Brown? Is no, it Millie Bobby no, Brown? No, no. It, it was. It's the redhead. I can't remember okay. her name, but she's like a you know a young up and coming good actress. I mean, the the guy is up and coming you know male actor, but yeah, there's this music video that that has this big you know fight in this in the kitchen, and it's supposed to oh, be. Oh, it's you know, all too well. The all short too well, film. Yes. The oh, short film. Lord. It's a short film. Yes. Okay. Okay. So you'll right. have to watch that at some point, uh, you know, nope. and, and and let me know. <laughs> nope. Say, no. Okay. Well, you're probably better off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's her, Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. They're they're making out, and now they're around having great a great time at Thanksgiving dinner. Mm -hmm. Jake Gyllenhaal is doing great. And now now there's trouble in paradise in the car. Now they're in the kitchen, and now she's yelling, and oh no, she's doing dishes. And oh, but he's holding her, but it's a toxic relationship. And now they're back in bed. Oh, what are they doing in bed? Oh, but they're having fun. They're laughing. But now she's sad again. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like the whole. <laughs> this is. It's the entire three months. <laughs> You're getting it right there. Um, I don't know. I mean, I keep my personal life to myself mostly for the most part. Right. I just, you know, society and culture has moved into this arena of putting everything online and everything out there for people and it's weird because taylor swift is kind of a dichotomy in that sense because she she or in interviews she's very she doesn't talk about her personal life in interviews she wants to only talk about music yeah. she, she she doesn't really get into it in interviews right it's not novel to write a song that has yeah you know personal stuff in it but i feel sure. like most artists over time you know through the years a little bit more subtle with it as far as you know clouds in my coffee and all that it's metaphor right taylor swift when she writes a song is like we went to the gas station on fifth yeah. and main <laughs> and you did this very specific thing your license plate is this here's your social security number it's like well clearly I mean, she's talking about this person no offense to taylor swift but considering what everything she's accomplished look at where she at where she is right mm -hmm. Look where I am. I'm in a Lego room <laughs> yes. with a shirt I just got today at the clearance store. Oh, nice! Um, my life falling apart all around me. So I think I think we I think we've got two identical kind of lanes going. Yeah. So I, me 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 and my podcast. I've got a lot to say about Taylor Swift, and I'm sure she is just. Well, I tell you what, we're we're not doing ourselves any favors by <laughs> we're putting targets on our back here by. I don't even think we're necessarily saying that we're against Taylor Swift. We're kind of just being like, we don't quite understand this part of it. And now it's the pitchforks going to come out. The buddy. pitchforks are out. No, I yeah, know. I'm going to be yeah. sleeping on the couch once this one hits the airwaves. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I should get Courtney's opinion on Taylor Swift. I just, I'd be interested uh, in it. 
because she's like, again, she's but, right around again, that age, right? But you it's know, not it's even like my, Taylor Swift. It's not even Taylor Swift. It's like how now I'm talking in circles. I'm back to my original point, which is basically like I think her music's awesome. I think mm-hmm. what she's built is amazing. Um, I like legitimately like her music, but how people, her fans, have this yeah this personal, this deep, genuine personal relationship with her. It's amazing. She must be if you meet her in person. She must be like very affable and easy. Oh, to, sure, sure. You know, and and a lot, you know, a lot of celebrities are like that. Some aren't. You know, some are kind of in, in between. Kind of depends on when you get them. But she must bet, do a I really bet Jake good Gyllenhaal's job. Super cool. I've heard Jake Gyllenhaal is like really nice if you meet him. I bet Jake Gyllenhaal is kind of a weirdo in, in a good way. I bet because a lot of the things that she brings up um, <laughs> about him in the songs, or you know, in guy, if you're Jake Gyllenhaal and his sister. Uh, with Maggie, yeah, Maggie. you know, you grow up with basically in Hollywood royalty or all around you. I mean, so like these are people that are probably yeah. even to Taylor. You know, Taylor Swift is a megastar, right? Right. But her her roots are vastly different right. compared to Jake right. Gyllenhaal, right? Like she yeah. she's a little bit more of a humble beginnings, and then she kind of entered that that right. space. So like, that's probably where the relationship was doomed from the start. Yeah. Where it's just like they're just not compatible. But um, do yeah, you think, I think we he's, have probably a good guy? Do you think we have lost all of our, 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 like, I mean, we had like five people that listened to this before, but now we've mm. done two full episodes on Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think we've but lost everybody? It's, it's tough because there probably wasn't, there's probably not a lot of crossover from the, the, the five people, the five Ryans that were listening to right. us before. There's yeah. probably not a big crossover of like of those five Ryans being Taylor Swift fans. So you're absolutely right. It's not necessarily a bad thing to to make your podcast about Taylor Swift. No, but we we oh, absolutely yeah we're absolutely not marketing it to Taylor Swift fans. <laughs> so we're basically just screaming into a void now. Well, we we probably retained your wife because we because she will absolutely listen to this. Oh yeah, Elizabeth will totally listen to this. If if only want... to make notes about how I'm I'm in trouble. Right. Well, yeah. I don't know. I, I thought she was actually, I really appreciated how she was on my side a few different times. She, she, she even mentioned how you didn't, when we did the, the origin story podcast, you didn't ever venture into talking about Jeremiah as a person, just that he was a new guy. And it took you like five minutes for her to even understand hers or point. She, she tried to bring up like, yeah, Hey, Warren, you couldn't even talk about Jeremiah's personality. Like you, you said his personality was, he was a new guy and you, and it took you like five minutes to catch on to her saying that. Well, (laughs) it's not that I don't have opinions about you as a person (laughs) then or now. I think I'd have to go back and listen to the tape, right? Yeah. But Uh I was starting from the point of new guy, right? Funny. Well, um, let's see. Do we have a? uh, Do we have um, any? Any ads for today? Any any commercials? I mean, this is kind well, of a pop-up I, I certainly ad. don't. You, you t- yeah, you texted me and said, we are going in two minutes. This is a pop-up pod. So, yeah, I haven't... Uh... Yeah, well, um, I think today's uh, podcast is brought to you by Bird Dogs, the Bird Dog Boys, the case of the missing phone, the Bird Dog Boys, the case of the missing iPhone. Sam and Carl stumbled upon an iPhone and need to track down the owner bird dog boys the bird the boys called apple to help them solve the case but they were less than helpful yes i found your phone in new york city i'd like you to tell me where it belongs no you need to give me the details the boys notice all the context that it, what is this ad is this, this an, an ad, ad? sounds like a, it is a choose, your own, choose your own adventure it's an ad for bird dogs is that a, is it's that like are those a, pants yeah they're pants they're lovely pants uh 
The message. What in the world? Bird dogs. Want the weekly bird dog by text? Text stepdad. Three three two two four four zero. What in the hell is this? Okay, that was the weirdest spam. I'm gonna forward this to you so you can read it. Here it comes. Yeah, this is uh, bird dogs. Bird dogs. This is an actual. Those are like spam. the stretchy shorts or pants, right? Yeah, they're actually really good. Um, you have them. I do. I was on a. I was on a. Um, a thread at one point or a, a group that somebody said like, "What's like the best Facebook slash Instagram ad purchase you have ever made mm-hmm. that was like turned out to be actually really really good." Mm-hmm. It's like a good icebreaker question these days. Like, what's yeah. what's an ad Something, that you yeah. an ad Something that you, you saw, that came, yeah. came across on Facebook or Instagram that you actually bought and turned out to be the real deal? Bird dogs was like one of the big things. Really? So, I got myself some pants to wear to weddings that I shoot. They're actually really good. Yeah. Bird dogs. Okay. Buy some bird dogs today. <laughs> Thanks, bird dogs, for supporting this bird podcast. Dogs. Do you ha- do you, have you looked at the metrics lately? I have. I was just looking them up. Uh, then my, then I gotta go. What do we got? I gotta keep. What do we got? <clears throat> oh, by the way, we got it. We got another postcard the other day. Oh, we did. Yeah, I don't know where it is. I think it's Ooh. upstairs. We'll have to talk about it later. It's David right. sent a postcard. I can't. I've, it's been a while since I read it. Uh, do we have any more emails? I know my brother Josh emailed you a couple times. Uh, yeah, I looked the other day. I don't think there was any other ones. Uh, there was one from Nick, but it was it wasn't. It was a response to something that I'd sent like weeks ago. So our our top podcast today I, I won't sell the actual numbers right okay um i'll just work in percentages here <laughs> um our our top podcast we ever had was the first one which was nobody wants this <laughs> it had 2048 plays wow okay i, I guess i will give the numbers or i'm Those sorry numbers uh, yep. 10 10,048 plays for um, the first one mm-hmm and there is no podcast junior had 10,045 plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, one tenth year, which is our seventh episode, had 10,044. Um, and then kind of slowly but surely goes down from there. Um, mm-hmm. Origin story, which I think was probably maybe our favorite. I was, I think Courtney mentioned was maybe her one of her favorites too. Yeah. Was uh, episode 12 that has 10,022. Nice. Um, Elizabeth's, um, Fill-in. Episode 10,021. Uh, this is pretty consistent, right? And it's about half. I mean, Ten- take away the 10,000. Take away the, the 10,000, and then we're, uh, with those numbers that are left, it's about half. I'm so confused. <laughs> we, we, had 40, we had 48 plays as our top. Oh! <laughs> I, I have no, I have no for, idea. Thanks for... I was thinking uh, the ten thousand was was pretty high. <laughs> this is how little. High. This is how little. I yeah. I just I don't know. I don't know. I mean, why. I'm an old I mean, man. We, we did have Ferris from Ferris Basicio contact us. You know, he did. So yeah, Ferris likes it at least. Ferris have you loved heard? it. What did Ferris say? He wanted us uh, to be on what Verbo? What did he want? Ver- on Verbo. Yep. He wanted to be on Verbo uh, Airbnb also. Yeah, I mean we're about half of what we were, but that's okay. It's it's it's, you know, we're settling in. We're settling in. I think hey, well, it's not about the listens. It's not about the streams. It's, it's about this. What are you doing there for the people who can't see at home? It's about this. You're, milk, you're milking a cow. It looked like you're milking a cow. <laughs> it's about milking cows. Yes. Okay. Good. You know, it's not about you don't just tug. It's 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 more of a, 
it's a it's a kneading kind of a thing when you milk a cow. It's not a it's not a yanking thing. It's a kneading. It's a knead. It's like, like with a, a K, with a K, kneading with right. a K. Like like yeah. you're kneading um uh a bag of icing at the yeah. Christmas time around Christmas yeah. time. Kind of, yeah. kind of, yeah. Well, thanks for doing the pop up pod today. Well, thanks for uh, offering it. I know what happens. Courtney will be like, I "Can't believe you had time to record a pop up pod with everything going on in your life." Yeah, but all these, but then, she'll, but then she'll listen to things. it and she'll go. She'll listen to it and she'll say, I'm glad you did it because you have a good time whenever you talk to Warren. Yeah. It's it's important, especially now for you, buddy. This is me speaking as your counselor. Thank you. It's important not to, you know, burn the candle at both ends and really put your nose to the grindstone uh, 24-7. You got to take a little bit of time for yourself. Thank you. So you just make sure you, you keep that up. You let me know when the next pop-up shows up here and I'll, I'll be ready. We'll what, do you it. Got any, you got any big uh, Thanksgiving plans? Uh, I think we're going to my parents' house. In, in um, in Washington? No, uh, no, 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 no. Oh, your parents, your parents. My going to my sister's house in Springfield. Okay. Ever been to Springfield? Ever been, ever been to Springfield? Way? Many times. Wow. State capital. State capital. Let me just say. Let me just say. Wow. I used to put together news packages called "Looking for Lincoln." So you know. <laughs> Did you ever find him? Did you find him? Never found him. One of my last stories that I remember doing it as a reporter, and this was like the moment where I was like, I think I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. One of the last stories was <laughs> got called out to do a story about a tree that somebody said looked like Lincoln. Oh, right? dear Lord. A tree. So I went out oh, there and met this woman on like the side of the interstate. She's like, there's the tree. And I looked at it. I'm like, uh, What? She's like, you got to look at it from this angle. Look at it from this angle. I'm like looking at it. It just, oh it's a tree. Gosh. I, it didn't look like Lincoln at all. It looked like a tree. We, we got footage of this tree. I put together a story about this tree looking <laughs> like Lincoln and it aired. Do you, is that, is that anywhere? Is that I, anywhere I could find it? Probably not. It's lost to the annals of history. Was it W-A-N-D? Was it W-A-N-D? Yeah. 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 You're not, it's not oh, going to be anywhere online. man. I, believe me. I mean, I'm sure it exists on beta tape somewhere at W-A-N-D, but yeah, it was what bad. What year was this? What year was this? Let's see, let's see. I graduated in 2004. It would have been between 2004 and 2006. Oh, okay. So it reminds, that reminds me of um, Matt Tresner and I. Yes. Mutual friend. He was more of a friend of Matt's, but I think we had hung out once or twice. I even forget the, forget the dude's name. Good good guy. Yeah. But he, uh, huge Cardinals fan, right? You're it's talking about Cardinals this other fan. guy, not Matt Tresner, the, uh, this other guy. Matt Tresner is a huge Cardinals fan. Yes, he is. As am I. But okay. we had this mutual friend, more more friend of Matt's, yeah. also huge Cardinals fan. Okay, and I think this guy and I and Matt have maybe gone to a game before. Somehow I had hung out with him once or twice, very loosely. Either we went to a Cardinals game or Chiefs game, something like that. I don't know. But anyway, this guy was at the um, last game at the old Bush Stadium before they tore it down and moved into the new Bush Stadium. So it had been two thousand five, mm-hmm. and they had just lost in the playoffs to the Astros, and he. That was um, the White in, Sox one. Uh, 2005. It was the year the White Sox one. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. 2006 was, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because the Astros. Because, yeah, because they beat the Astros. The uh, White Sox yep. swept the Astros. That's right. Yep. All right, so this is after the game. Poole hits the home run off a of Lidge in Houston, the uh, walk-off home run. But then they, well, not walk-off, but then they, uh, Houston comes back and beats the Cardinals in game six. Um, anyway, so this mutual friend was in the uh, bleachers, and his last game, the Cardinals lost. I think he had probably had a bush light or two or five, right? Sure. Not complete, not completely lost, but like 
he was in a spot and <laughs> this poor guy the the cameras find him it was like for kmov which is like uh, st louis's cbs sports station and they they catch him and he was in a sad state so the Cardinals just lost they were closing out the stadium and he and his buddy were just like they weren't sobbing but it, they also weren't <laughs> just like barely tearing up it was like that middle ground between sobbing and tearing up like where you're weeping you're they were weeping they were weeping you're, it's right on the edge of weeping right on the edge like where you're kind of like hiccuping it as you as you talk you know that kind of thing and these poor guys no joke the whole thing like they were just crying and they're saying you know basically i'm not i'm not gonna like rehash it because i don't like make fun of them but sure it was it was it was a whole thing of just them crying in the stands talking about how sad it was and that Red Shandies used to play at the stadium. And my mom actually knew Red Shandies from Southern Illinois. And he like re- repeated a few times, Red Shandies. And like, he's crying and tearing up and like, it got mildly viral back then, but that was right before YouTube hit. Yeah. And I've even gone back to KMOV and like emailed the people in their sports department before. I'm like, do you have this tape from back then? And they even like checked for me. Like, no, we don't have it anywhere. But like, oh. I, I think about that guy often that like he was one of the luckiest internet guys that like that clip would have gone viral. Yeah. And to this day, if the Cardinals lost like in the playoffs, so, that clip would be used as like crying Cardinals fans meme. And like he just barely missed from becoming internet famous. It was like uh, Neo like, in the Matrix. The bullet going. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Like, you're uh, right. Because so, that would have been the thing, the go to thing whenever the Cardinals lose oh, big. Absolutely. Or in a big moment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I think I think your Abraham Lincoln thing and huh. uh, my mutual friend and uh, the Cardinals loss. I think you guys just barely escaped internet. Um, yeah. Memed him. Memed him. Yeah. One one last thing. I know you probably yeah. got to get going here, but Matt Tresner. When Nick Stoley and I briefly lived together in Decatur, mm-hmm. we moved into a house. It was two bedrooms. One of the bedrooms was a little bit bigger than the other, so we had to decide who was going to get the bigger bedroom. Okay. So we played a game, and the game was we each picked a person in our lives who we both knew, okay. and um, the other person had to guess who the, the other guy's person was. Okay. And uh, it was like a 20 questions kind of a thing, and whoever guessed it you know, with fewer <laughs> questions yeah. got the bigger room. I can't remember who's Nick per- whose person Nick was, but my person was Matt Trestner. And uh, Nick didn't get it in enough guesses, and I ended up getting the big bedroom. So thank you, Matt Tresner. Was this a uh, like? Did you was, was the game where you both had to know the person? Yeah, yeah. We both had to know the person to a certain. You know, we, we both had to be familiar with the person. It couldn't just be to know them by that, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick was blown well, away. He was, he was like, blown away that the, Matt Tresner was was your guy. Yeah, he was blown away because you obviously you don't want it to be somebody that you both know very well. Right, because that would be very easy and quickly. You would, yeah. you would, you would guess it. So it's got to be somebody that you guys you know, but somebody uh, you know just in the in the outer orbit, right? Of of right. that crossover between you know mine and Nick's friendship. Matt went to Mount Zion, right? Yeah, huh? Mount Zion. Yeah. So so Nick knows him from there. I knew Matt Trustner from Richland. But I don't think there was ever much crossover of Nick, myself, and Matt Tresner. You know, like I knew Matt Tresner right. at Richland via, uh, you know, whatever classes I had with him. I think uh, speech, maybe I was also in speech with him. I don't remember exactly. Well, yeah, just I like I, just like I knew you from one way, but I also knew Nick Stoley, and and people were lovely listening to all this now. But, um, <laughs> but you know, never knew you guys together, and it was always kind of we odd might not to hit me. we might not hit ten thousand on this one, unfortunately. No. Um, okay, our, who? Let me ask you this last question. 
surely you were thinking because it's 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 definitely on your radar to keep a new episode going each week. Yeah. Who were you ha- tapping in your mind to be the fill-in host? Because I thought Nick Stoli might be on your might be on your uh, sure. Well, the, the big circle. the big thing against uh, a, a Nick Stoli or or Todd Griffin is that they don't have any of the uh, hardware here. So it would have to be like on a like they would be on their phone. And I'm the kind of person where it's like, no, it's got to right, be a gotta be microphone. Got to be good. I, at a, at a certain point, I think I'd be. I, I, I thought about. It. I'm like, eh, maybe I'll just I'll just get one of those guys. Actually, who's Todd, Todd Griffin? Who's Todd Griffin? You know, you Do know, I know Todd? Todd? Well, I guess Todd Griffin was a few years older. He he went to Mount Zion. Mount Zion guy. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, his name, name sounds familiar. Yeah, don't, you, don't do him. Don't do him. <laughs> Only do somebody that if it's if if it's our podcast, do it has to be somebody that I know. Somebody you know. Okay, so I couldn't. He, I I wouldn't have been able to use Todd Griffin in the name that name that person we both know game. That would have been no, out of bounds. No, 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 no. I mean, yeah. Elizabeth was great because I I have not met her. She's your wife, of course. Fair game. And that, I think I, you've I, met I her, she, haven't you? I don't think so. When would I have met her? I don't know. No, I, I don't think know. I have. You weren't okay. with her when, when at our wedding. No. So, hi, Elizabeth. Good job. Yeah. Or, you know, it probably would have, the easy solution would have been Elizabeth again. Or Courtney. I mean, isn't Courtney also busy? <laughs> when, or is she well, just making you do everything? How, how would that have gone? Of like, hey, Courtney, I know Jeremiah is super busy with the podcast, but do you mind shooting it with me? Do you mind just getting on with me? Uh, do you know how his microphone works? Just get down there. Um, <laughs> get on his microphone. Actually, she totally would do it. She's she's game. I think uh, I think Courtney would be great on the podcast. She's I think she's similar her, to Elizabeth, hey, where get her on uh, she would be hesitant, but whenever whenever like I put her in front of a microphone or a camera, she's always great. So I think she'd yeah. be great on this. You know, I think it's it, with with Elizabeth. I'm sure with Courtney, it's one of those things where if the first couple minutes go well, then it, you're you're set. Off to the race. It's gonna be great. Hey, thanks for the pop up pod. Thank you, buddy. Glad everybody's safe. Glad everybody's okay. Uh, good luck with whatever you're dealing with. I'm sure it's annoying. <laughs> That's just it. Annoying. Don't don't get your house burned down, everybody. It's annoying. <laughs> <laughs>